What do you remember about Radio Freedom? Joining us for this conversation, Dipuo Litsati Eduba, South Africa's ambassador to Turkey, former MK operative who also worked at Radio Freedom, Lennox Class, former MK operative who worked at uh, worked at Radio Freedom as a presenter as well as a producer, Babu Class as well as ambassador. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us on Freedom Day. Afternoon. Good afternoon, Timba and uh, good afternoon to the listeners as well, and good afternoon to 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 Comrade Class there at home. Comrade Class, do you want to respond? <laughs> yes, please. In fact, what is tricky about this? We are not sharing the same space. Yeah. When you ask a question, possibility exists that we'll all jump and want yes, to answer. Yes, 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 yes. No, there will no, be clarity. No, thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for that, uh, uh, sir. Yes, I extend my greetings as well to my sister out there at Ipua, uh, who is our ambassador there, who is the former minister, and above all, the former MK member as well as Rate of Freedom. I greet your listeners as well, Tate Edrin, and thank you for the opportunity. And thank you once again for making time for us. Ambassador, let's start off with you. As we were playing that clip, what went through your mind? You, when you playing the clip, um, what went in my mind was me sitting behind the microphone in Luanda, in the 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 the, the studios of Radio Freedom, which were housed by the uh, Angolan Broadcasting uh, Corporation uh, in the mid eighties, late eighties. That's what came to my mind as a young girl sitting behind that microphone and 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 when you when when you look at those the scenario of you sitting in luanda and where you are sitting now in turkey as an ambassador are you able to connect the two i'm able to connect the two because what we were doing then sitting behind the mic uh, in the, the the offices of the Angolan uh, Broadcasting Services and seated here in Turkey in the Afri- South African Embassy, it, the, the relation is that the struggle continues. What we were doing then was to mobilize the, the South Africa and community to continue fighting against apartheid then. And then what is happening now in Turkey is that the the, the other side the, or the other pillar of the struggle is still continuing in the sense that we are here mobilizing the international community for 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 uh, uh, for implementing the policies of the new government under different conditions now and also to mobilize the the, the 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 investment drive to make our country a better place where everybody can have a better life yep. so the, the 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 two scenarios of me sitting in turkey and the scenario sitting in angola they have similarities because we're still in the struggle as we speak now babu class for you as you were listening to that clip what went through your mind <laughs> you dr edrin before i respond to that let me say to you you did everything so appropriate and right about your intro everything about the way you introduce and the choice of the songs that you used was pointing at the right direction 
let me tell you, you are taking me to two places, or you took me to two places. One would be in Angola. We used to have what we were calling uh, at the time, just hour. Just hour will take place in the early evenings when people, after having their dinner, will go and converge. It will be some kind of a competition amongst various platoons. Who will come with the new freedom songs? It will be the battle of freedom songs amongst various MK platoons. So we'll be singing those songs in Atrid. And there will be a great deal of uh, uh, fire in the background. People will be firing and not carelessly in the way that they might injure or kill someone. Remember, you are dealing with trained soldiers. I'm telling you, those days there will be instances at Rin where the food will be derailed because we're fighting at the same time in Angola. Uh, UNITA was there making sure that they were dislocating our supply and we won't be having food, I mean fresh food. People will be hungry. But when we get to do the just hour, I'm telling you, Edwin, even if the Boers were to come and do the reconnaissance, because they might have received the information that we did not eat that day or those days, and see us doing what we do when we do those songs, I'm telling you, they will not dare coming closer because people will be shouting the slogan like mad, mad dogs, hungry lions. It was it was, I'm telling you, you took me there. And secondly, you took me in Lusaka, Adrian. Uh, we had the program, even in Lusaka, that we used to call Jazz Hour. At intervals, we go back to Angola to record the songs. And it will light up the people of South Africa to provide that necessary hope. We will play those songs, that Adrian. Will play those revolutionary songs. That's where you took me. And the voice, the voice that you played today, that broadcaster is a rich man, one of the few guys who inducted me in Rate of Freedom together with Tamin Tenten. He may his soul rest in peace. We just lost him. He was working at the NIA at the time of his death, rich man. And he survived, he survived and attacked that guy in Mozambique. When the Boas tried to raid our place, he noticed before time and beforehand, hey, man, no, these were not our comrades. I'm telling you, it's one of those raids that they are not talking about because they lost their people there. He was there alive to tell the story. I thank you once again, Tate Thank you so much for that. Um, an ambassador for you, do you remember how you became involved in Radio Freedom? Because it was not just anyone who was part of Radio Freedom. Yes, I remember very well uh, as a young girl of the age of 16, 17 years. It started when we were in the camps in Angola, um, um, where we used to listen to South African news uh, through a radio, which is not really clear because you'll struggle to hear what's happening at home. And from there, after listening, we'll compile what we call we used to call a news bulletin. Uh, it was few of us who 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 were who, who 
who were enlightened in relation to that. And we will compile the news bulletin. And every morning when the soldiers are gathering at the 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 the, the the point in the morning will be reading the news from home, uh, explaining to them this is what happened and, and, and so on. So it started there in the camps in Angola. And then at a later stage, then when I, when I left the camps um, to Luanda, then I was uh, integrated into the team which used to work in Radio Freedom um, your Jom Joaha, your, your, your Anderson Maseko, your, I was the only female there. So I was allocated to do a slot which is related to women's issues and young girls' issues. So this is how it came about. Okay, and Baba Klaas, for you, how did it all start? Okay, the, the, the road in me joining uh, Rate of Freedom, I might say, is lead with a number of anecdotes. Well, I must again add that whoever got to find themselves in rate of freedom at some point in time in South Africa had an encounter with rate of freedom. They monitored and listened and engaged with rate of freedom before they left the country. I'm in Angola. Uh, just completed my military training and uh, beginning of 1983. A man called Tamintente and he comes there and, and I was called and I was interviewed by him mm. and, 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 and we had a concept in the camps, we used to call it in China. In China is a process where they come to the camps, uh, the commanders and, and, and select people that they want for various units that will be going to fight inside the country. So they came and I thought, oh, it was my turn. I'm going inside. It's my China. And Tamindenden is interviewing me, engaging me. I think he was assessing uh, my political maturity. Mm. At some point, he said, no, man, I want you to join the IP. Uh, and obviously, I agreed. Let me tell you, when he said the IP, I thought he said DLB. You know, in military, LB means dead letterbox. Something to do with concealing the arms inside the country for the soldiers or for the caters of MK. Something to do with ordinance. You can imagine how excited I was. Here I am. I'm going to go inside the country. I'm going to be arming all the forces inside the country. The day came when I had to go and join this particular unit. Mm. And I landed in Lusaka. I stayed there. And Tamintenteni comes after some time to collect me from a particular house that used to house people in transit. And even that house, I mean, we're full of soldiers there. It made sense. Yes, I'm going inside the country. Now, we are taken to Makeni, I'm taken to Makeni by time. Makeni is a place where TIP used to operate from. I get there, it's in the bush, and then, yes, it makes sense. I'm going to South Africa, I'm going to infiltrate arms, I'm going to, you know. And the next thing we're talking with City, City tells me, yeah, welcome to TIP. Now I'm looking at City. I always remind him about this. I said, no, but what do you mean TIP? I thought you said DLB. 
I well, that was the beginning of many years of me behind the microphone. Until today, I can tell you what I'm doing that Adrian uh, has been the continuation of what yeah. I started in Lusaka in 1983. 086-000-2032. You can also drop me a voice note on 0614-104-107 and tweet at Aldrin Simpier. What do you remember about Radio Freedom? Uh, what really stands out for you about Radio Freedom? Or have you ever been told about Radio Freedom? Please do share those with us. You can drop me a voice note on 0614-104-107. A tweet at Aldrin Simpier and our studio line is 086-000-2032. We're in conversation with Lennox Class as well as Ambassador Dipo Litsati, uh, uh, and that's Ambassador Dipo Litsati Duba. You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Yeah, so what do you remember about Radio Freedom? Today is Freedom Day, and we have decided to take an approach that looks at the, at the work that was done uh, through broadcasting um, to defeat the apartheid government. A WhatsApp message here says that Radio Freedom used to be transmitted in the then Radio Transkai, while the frontline states were holding talks with the apartheid government delegates led by Pugbota and his team with the ANC leadership, and those were the days. 0614-104-107. Babu Klaas, tell me, what do you remember about the group of 10 that also included the likes of Soli Mukwetle as well as Musangosi, who went to Moscow to go and study broadcasting? Thank you, sir. Tata Adrian, I hope it's not late to wish the South Africans a, a happy Freedom Day in this 29th year of our democratic government. I know that people, when you say this, it invokes certain things because they perceive this as underdevelopment because it deprived them uh, some privileges that they used to enjoy. And we're not apologetic by saying Happy Freedom Day to those that uh, the status has been almost equalized so that no one gets to be to benefit because of the color of their skin. Yes, back to your question, Dr. Edrin. You see, at some point in time, rate of freedom had to be professionalized. Remember uh, when we started or when they started they will take a raw talent and most of us did not have a broadcast background as long as you had the appropriate politics you knew what was the mission and the mandate of the african national congress and umkonto you had beat of politics and you've been to party school uh, you were at home in rate of freedom so these 10 comrades that you are talking about were one of the first groups within the midst of rate of freedom that Ndate Tambo together with Ndate Tabombeke felt it was appropriate to take these guys and they would constitute the core of what was to become a professional rate of freedom. They went to Moscow and they were really cooked. When they came back, they were professional radio broadcasters with all the theory and the practical application of what radio is today. In fact, when I got the message that I was requested to come and participate uh, in your program, sir, I was conflicted, not in the negative way, 
because some of these people are still there. One of them is Tamintenteni, who was our director mm. in Rate of Freedom. And I felt, why me when Tami is there? At the same time, I consoled myself or comforted myself by saying, maybe it's not a bad idea for Tami to know that some of the young guys he inducted uh, are still there carrying the flag, carrying the fort. I know wherever they are, they are proud because he knows I will never disappoint MK, ANC, and the guys who inducted us in the work of rate of freedom. They did a good job. They came back and they taught us all the tricks. Yeah. 0614-104-107. Let's take your voice notes. We're very young. People used to talk about the radio freedom and they will tell you that it is found in the shortwave or... Uh, other not normal frequency module. But, uh, you know, when we grew up in Venda, we, in Alexander, uh, we were fond and, and excited that one of our own, uh, Peter Maibu, Joel Nechitenje, was there, and uh, people would say, you'll hear his voice, and you normally catch it up around late hours, you know, when the sun is dark and the sun rays goes down, then you'll get hold of those frequency modulations but uh, the short waves hey, it was exciting you will just hear them singing the song freedom is coming but that peter my will not recognize his voice because we've never heard it before so it was but excitement to say one of ours is there Thank you so much, Gole. Um, Ambassador, the January 8th statement of the ANC delivered by O.R. Tambo and one of some of them being delivered on Radio Freedom. Tell us about that. Um, as we know, the January 8th is the, uh, a, a, a day where uh, the ANC is outlining its program of the year and reshaping its policies. Now, each year... When it happens, us who were working in the Radio Freedom will be uh, excited to say, now we'll be listening to him and understand what is it that the, 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 the day is bringing for us. And we'll be lifting up issues which are in the statement itself. And for us, it was a way of... Uh, um, mass mobilization, a way of reassuring uh, people at home to say ANC is still alive, ANC is coming back home. So the, the January statement for us, it was a very important event. And the statement itself, it used to be, it, it, we, we used to use it as a way of uh, uh, boosting our morale because it will be outlining what needs to be done in the entire year, depending on the situation and how the leadership have read the, the situation. So it was a motivation for us. Every year we'll be looking forward for this day and then uh, grab the statement and then analyze it and then craft a program in accordance to what the, 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 the statement is saying. Okay. And Babu Klaus, closing remarks from your end, and then we'll end off with you, Ambassador. Uh, basically, uh, I feel I've, I feel at some point in time we will need more than a few seconds to talk about yeah. the role played by Rate of Freedom in realizing or the contribution made by Rate of Freedom in realizing uh, the achievements of this de democracy as we see it today. 
uh, because we know that history tells us it is very or it's a necessary reflection of the past so that you know where you are going at times you can get to be confused and think you've reached the destination where you are where you started so 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 that what rate of freedom did to bring us where we are incidentally rate of freedom which was one of the first acts of international solidarity by the former minister of Tanzania, Dr. Julius Nyerere, because that's where we started in 1969. And that was not an isolated event because earlier on in 1961, when the British nurses in Tanzania declared that they were not ready to serve under the black government, they started leaving and they went back to England. Tate Nyerere approached Tate Tambe and said, we have a crisis. If I don't solve it now, it will be the end of the health system in Tanzania. OR marshaled his forces inside the country. And we saw what we called, at the time, 20 nightingales, professional nurses going to save the situation in Tanzania. So you see ANC and MK, were not just the beneficiaries of the international solidarity. They demonstrated it, they acted it. Even in Angola, we fought there. We fought as MK and as ANC to to, to try and thwart maneuvers and the penetration of the Boers. And yeah. you need to take over the country there. Babitlas, I'm going to ask you, unfortunately, to hold it there. And uh, perhaps, as you say, that we should have another opportunity to have uh, a longer conversation around the, the role that Radio Freedom has has had in our liberation uh, struggle. Let's quickly l- listen to Ambassador. Ambassador, your closing remarks. And Ambassador, as you give us your closing remarks as well, um, would you be able to tell us what the mood is like in Turkey as um, President Erdogan has fallen ill? Um, yes, let me start with the the the, the mood in the country. Um, um, generally, it's not a good mood, and you'll understand the politics of uh, uh, every nation that when the head of state is 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 not well health wise, uh, uh, we begin shaken. Even all of us, we are shaken by that. But uh, we are wishing him speedy recovery, and um, the mood is that that people are worried to say we are almost a few weeks away from elections and he's not well and what's going to happen. So there's this uncertainty and uh, 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 not a a, a real uh, mood of, uh, uh, how do I put it, celebration uh, 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 towards the election. It's a bit tense, I can say, and uh, yeah. But now coming back to to my closing remarks in relation to the radio freedom, I would suggest that uh, when the International Radio Day uh, is celebrated worldwide, I think it's around October, we should maybe have a program with SAFM where we look into the effectiveness of, of radio in today's world. I can tell you then Radio Freedom played a very important role. I remember my grandfather when I came back to exile. He will 
he will say to me, we used to wake up at four in the morning, the whole street. We used to wake up at four in the morning. Everybody will come to my mother's house to come and listen to Radio Freedom. And then it will be interfered by the signals of the apartheid state then so that, that people, they don't get clear the message. But people never got discouraged because that was the only way to can listen to their leadership in exile and uh, implement the instructions which used to come from Radio Freedom. Radio Freedom used to give instructions to people being away from home to say, on this day, uh, you'll march, on this day, you form COSAT, on this day, you do ABCD. So it was effective way of uh, marshalling uh, the, the, the progressive forces in the country to, to act against apartheid. So the role is still critical even today. Today's challenges are different from then, but it will be very important as we we we, we reflect on radio freedom. We also do the uh, on the international day. We do yeah. a, a, a general analysis of the radio of today and the radio of then. I'll put it as a proposal to to our team and yeah, and let's see what's possible. Thank you so much, Ambassador. That's Ambassador Dipuo Litsatsi Duba, who is South Africa's ambassador to Turkey and former MK operative who worked at, at Radio Freedom Lennox Class, former MK operative as well who also worked as a producer and presenter for Radio Freedom.